Welcome to your typical Shonen protagonist. He's Kai. I'm Kels. And today, we're definitely not talking about the show we were supposed to talk about. <laughs> we're talking about God of High School this week. First off, Kai, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. Once we figure out what was going on, I'm like, hell yeah, let's do it. Yeah, man. Uh, so it's God of High School. Uh, which is a webtoon of all things coming out from the season of 2020 where everyone decided to throw some money at releasing an anime based on a webtoon. Uh, what we were supposed to do based on the docket was um, Tower of God, which was fun and enticing and incredible. And what we're talking about today is one that came out um, release schedule-wise immediately after that, produced by Studio MAPPA um, in cooperation with Crunchyroll and Webtoon, and that's Tower of God. And uh, it's certainly interesting to see the kind of exposure that Webtoons were getting in this kind of season. Yeah, man, it's kind of wild that um webtoons were all over the place and that we're um living kind of like a renaissance of web like webtoons were just like kind of popping off they've always been popping off like in the show um but in terms of like you know i guess in terms of coming to the east or wow we are literally not the east <laughs> in terms of coming to the west I don't know. Like, webtoons are still popping off in the West, too. I know a lot of people who read webtoons. I think that um, as far as that medium, it wasn't as popular as manga. It was more so the back, like, on the back burner, if that makes sense. But when Crunchyroll was like, yo, where are we going to invest our money to grow? Webtoons was huge because it was blowing up. Everybody was reading it. Everybody was reading Tower Tower of God. Everybody was reading God of High School. I was reading Noblesse, Girls of the Wild, which honestly, Girls of the Wild was the one I really wanted to see. That was like a MMA underground battle brawler type thing, but with like an all girls yeah. high school and this dude like ended up in the high school. But yeah, no, basically everybody was like, yo, everybody being Crunchyroll was like, let's throw money at this and see what happens. And unfortunately, I feel like it might have not worked out because we haven't had any like really confirmation of anything continuing or any new ones coming to fruition. But that also might be because of the buyout with Funimation. And also, like, it probably has a lot to do with COVID nineteen as well. True. Um, putting an immediate screeching halt to everything that was going on. Uh, fortunately, these shows did come out in uh, at least with Got a High School releasing in July. Uh, but still, you know, the ability to get artists together to work and animate and stuff um, puts a large burden, especially when you're in the middle of a ta- pandemic. So I'm curious to see if if plans will continue on these. Uh, but no, it's it's one of those wild mediums. Um, Webtoons is Webtoons being the specific uh, publisher uh, for. But it seems to be like the majority manhwa, manhwa being Korean drawn cartoons or not cartoons, Korean drawn uh, comics. And it's done so in a format that is very specifically not your typical like page to page. It's drawn in a way 
formatted specifically for smartphones where you just continue to scroll up to get the story. Yeah. To go panel to panel. And, you know, part of that's incredibly interesting. It's a breakout morphing a very traditional format to a new device and a new medium. And it's it for me, it's interesting to see them kind of poking at the market to, with a couple of different IPs to see the success of uh, how well recepted an anime based on a manhwa will be. No, I agree. Um, this was definitely a treat getting into Webtoons and seeing what was going on with them. Because I had gotten to them, I want to say, maybe 2018, I want to say. I don't necessarily remember when I got into Webtoons. There was something that was going on in my head around that time where I was like, I was just obsessed with reading them. And I would associate it with something. But I couldn't remember. It was like my happy place would be going to go read this because I was... Also, one thing about Webtoons, they have an insane amount of chapters. Like, I think Girls of the Wild had, like, 300-plus chapters, and I finished that one. I know Noblesse was, like, crazy. I think God of High School was, like, don't quote me, but we might be at, like, 100... Or, sorry, not 100, like, 800 chapters. Um, (laughs) Like... Um, let me find here on the, uh, the wiki. My God, it just keeps going. Um, based on the wiki, it looks like we've made it currently to chapter 502. Yeah, and it's on hiatus currently. So, um, yeah, like Tower of God, it it just got off hiatus, but they're on like chapter, I want to say, um, tell me website. But yeah, they're on... Why is this website being dumb? But yeah, they're internet. really... Internet problem. No, nah, it's not even internet problems. It's just like it doesn't tell me like how many, you know, like what we're on. So, but anyway, um, yeah, no, it's like going... There's a lot of chapters. There's over 500 chapters in Tower of God, and it doesn't want to tell me the exact amount because it's been dumb. And, and I'm curious if that that's a factor of the medium itself with with traditional chapters you are like printed you know both online and in print in a magazine like shonen jump like you get your chapter printed once a month you know at once every two weeks you know whatever the release schedule for that specific manga is whereas uh on a web platform very specifically web only you can release however often you can write and draw and with it being digitally, you have a lot of the efficiencies in uh, producing the art. Not to say that art doesn't take time. Yeah. But a lot of the a lot of the uh, analog inefficiencies that have its values um, are removed from the equation when dealing with a specifically digital only product. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. So, um, it's really interesting seeing the growth and potential of webtoons i really hope they do come back to like doing this like crunchyroll comes back to doing this um i hope it's adapted a little bit better because i know there was issues with kind (laughs) of everything that got adapted especially nobelese um i feel like had the most issues of the three that we saw and i really wanted girls of the wild because i feel like that would have been a truly crazy one but of course we didn't get it so it is what it is but 
I really hope that eventually we will get it. And so, what, what on that point? One of the things because I didn't watch got a high school lit when it released. Like we we got through Tower of God, and it was like interesting and unique and exactly the same stuff we've always seen, but like fun and kind of new. And then we turn around and immediately Tower of God or God of High School releases and I it was off my radar. I was like, okay, no. But but in passing, I had heard from somebody, I don't know, uh, that Tower of God or God of High School, God of High School, the one we're actually talking about today, um, wasn't quite it. Can you tell me a little bit about like the perception of God of High School with its anime release? Uh, I'm be honest with you, my G. I personally, God of High School is really weird for me uh, because it's the pacing was really weird. Like it came out and we had we adapted like the beginning beginning, which was really cool, and then. I think it was like episode three, episode four, the stuff with Yomir or Yumira, where like the wedding stuff, which that was like condensed to one episode and it was supposed to be longer. And there was supposed to be a lot of other stuff that happened in it. Um, Mirayu, not Yomir. Um, so that was really odd and it kind of threw off the pacing because it was like we were doing all this fight stuff and then it kind of just happened right there. And then it wasn't fully explained, so a lot of people were left confused. And then during the fight um, later with the the key and our boy, um, there was a lot of stuff that was supposed to go in that fight as well. Um, like Jin was supposed to um, at first lose that fight and then awaken something. But now they just cut to that scene where um, Shark Dude had stole it. And it didn't really make sense because you didn't really see his motives. We are like, yeah, we got some stuff, but it was like really patchily adapted and a lot of stuff was missing from it. And it just felt like off with the pacing of everything because how fast it happened and then it would slow down and the things that were accent accentuated and the things that weren't. So it was just like a whole cluster type of thing. And and of course, this is a lot coming from, from someone who knows the source material. So you're re- really seeing the adaptation as how are they going to produce a different product with the same plot points, characters and story? And if it doesn't meet up to the expectations that like you really found exciting or deemed important, then it may be disappointing. Like we see this all the time with the comparisons between books, traditional written word being converted into movies. There's always those folks who are like, how are you going to take, you know, a 15 hour experience of me reading this book and convert it into an hour and a half, two, three hours and still get everything in? You got to cut some stuff. But the question is, what do you cut and how do you make everybody happy? Yeah, um, I, I certainly feel you on kind of because uh, first watch, haven't read the manhwa. Um, certainly feel you on portions of it being incredibly rushed. Like if we if we had an extra episode to pad some of the runtime, uh, you could could have spaced portions out. We would have had time to live with the characters a little more. Um, but in that, 
I don't feel it like it did a bad job of telling the story. But, you know, equally, there wasn't a lot of this that was extra super unique compared to other typical shonen shows. Yeah. Typical battle anime. Like, I look at this and it's a combination of every fight anime you've ever seen plus, I don't know, what's that one record of Ragnarok except, like, not just the gods. Yeah. That's very... And that's the thing. It's it's one of those things where it. A lot of people also say I need it more than the twelve or thirteen episodes that we got um, to like kind of flush out the story. They said I need it uh, probably like twenty four to get a continuous like feel because I did leave at a weird spot. It was just such a weird, like such a weird anime. <laughs> um. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. I feel you. I feel you. Certainly, when you compare it to other shows that live in the same kind of vein, you want a tournament, you want a battle anime that's also got dark undertones and, like, a secret ooky spooky world uh, pulling the strings behind what's going on. Go watch Fate, you know? Yeah. Fate is this, but ooky spookier and more waifus. Um, I know, like, a thing for me that kind of brought this down was that it was airing at the exact same time. Like, even, like, they were both airing on Mondays. Like, Fruits Basket Season 2 was competing. Like, this was competing oh, no. against that for me. Like, because <laughs> they both came out Mondays, and I was like, all right, I'm on a time crunch. I was working at the bank, and I was like, I'm tired, so I'm only going to watch one thing today. So guess what's getting watched? And, yeah, I feel like that had something to do with it, too, because I would, like, I would either... Watch this first and be like, oh, yeah, Freeze Pass is put out of the water. Or I would watch Freeze Pass first and be like, this is a letdown. Like, Tower of God was definitely the stronger webtoon for me. Which, you know, it, it's tragic to the detriment of God of High School. But totally non-context, I had a fun-ish time. I don't feel like I, it was a lack of investment, you know? Yeah. Uh, but equally, it wasn't the total jam. Uh, well polished, but we weren't doing revolutionary revolutionary stuff here. Yeah. Um, but we've let's let's set it up kind of. Um, we've got the Gata High School tournament, which is everybody who wants to fight, who's going to high school, can come and fight, and then the winner is the Gata High School. So, of course, we've got everyone in South Korea fighting to, like, fighting in this tournament to become the greatest. And we get our main three characters in the first episode coming together on their way to the God High School tournament. Um, and how do you feel about our, our main three cast? I enjoy them. Like, I think, and that's, and the thing that gets me, I'll be honest with you, like, Jin... Yu Mirai and Han Daewoo are three great characters written very well. I had a lot of expectations for them. And like people who like like my good friend Andre, uh, he loves webtoons. Like he reads it, he reads the heck out of them. Like he's current with um basically everything. Solo leveling this and Juan too, you know Juan. They both read yeah. webtoons like religiously. Like I read freaking manga and watch anime. So they're sitting here, they're telling me, I was like, man, God of High School is so dope. You got to you gotta watch it or read it. 
like because they're called episodes technically not chapters like even though they come out as physical copy or not as digital copies they're referred to as episodes yeah. on webtoons so like man yeah. the latest episode was crazy like this and that like jam is so dope so they're telling me i gotta read it I was like, oh, it's getting an anime adaptation. This is gonna be tight because then we're gonna see things moving. It's gonna be it's gonna be great. So I don't know if that bias that I had coming into this plays into that. Like, based off the characters and what I saw of them, minus some weird moments, I did and like all the characters personally. And I see the potential for everything that Juan and Andre told me that was coming with these like 100% I can see how these characters get to where they say that they are in the um, webtoon but as far as it was like handled eh like Jin really happy go lucky has that like Goku vibe to him uh, Han it's like very like I don't I feel like he's studious with his martial arts like he's a badass but he's also very like you know humble when it comes to his fighting style and everything but we saw that different dimension to him when he got pissed off and i beat the heck out of yumirai like that was a moment for me i was like holy crap like yeah her bloody like you know and i expected that to go somewhere more than it did like i expected that not to be over as quick as it was and then come to find out that oh it actually did have more ramifications in the web too but you you just wanted him to be Sasuke. That's all you wanted. Maybe I did. Maybe I wanted him to be Sasuke. But there can only be one he ate. I'm sorry, Sasuke. Um, so, so um, and you, Mirai, was fun. She was just a fun character. Like, I know that she has some crazy stuff going on with her in the webtoon. Like, completely different person. So I'm probably going to go, like, Read the webtoon at some point just to see how these characters develop and evolve into something completely different. Like, slight spoiler warning. I don't even know if Han is still in the webtoon anymore. That's something for me to spoil for myself. But no, certainly, even looking at at Yu's uh, wiki page, it's like, that's not even a picture I recognize, man. Yeah, I heard she goes completely somewhere else, which I'm going to hype to go, like, you know, see eventually. Yeah, we need to... We'll circle back to how everything suddenly goes off the rails. Um, But we've got our main three team. Good friends. They go one-on-one against each other at some point and then turn around. It turns into a 3v3 tournament. Um, And it just gets crazy because the ooky spooky political slash uh, religious drama that's actually pulling the strings behind the scene here which um, it's like you don't trust the guy you see, which you shouldn't, but equally like the guy pulling the strings of the God, the turn. Yeah. The God of high school tournament is actually like the good guy, at least for the anime or the story up where the anime tells it. And it's like, um, what's going on here? Of course, um, you know, Korea has a, different experience with Christianity than, uh, say, Japan does. But still, the Christian uh, iconography is the bad guys, you know, in in this specific anime. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's like the religious zealots, the ones leading the cult, are also, like, trying to bring down existence. And the dude who looks like a devil is trying to, I don't know, 
control existence and the continued success of humanity and our three schmucks that have to fight in the god of tournament uh, the tournament of uh the god of high schoolers tournament are just out here cold chilling being martial artists and not having to deal with this shit until it's suddenly their problem yeah so it's um it's very interesting to see how like at first you're like who's the bad guy who's the good guy everything's like kind of left and right and all this fun stuff and then we're like oh the guy who looks like freaking jesse from full house with yakuza marks is a good guy and like that's the thing well i mean is he a good guy like well i mean well that's the question you know the question is is he good i don't know because we can't really speak on the morality of everything. Um, him and his side are on the, the team of humans continuing to exist. So in the grand scale between like humans still ruining the world, or I don't know, even Galleon's humanistic mentality where everyone turns into Tang and stops fucking up the universe, mm-hmm. um, you're the one who gets to be the judge, if that's right or wrong. Of course, you know, individual desire and like consent is important but it's certainly it's both black and white and also like morally ambiguous at the same time yeah like be edgy so it's it's one of those things where you know that the drama behind the scenes is i feel like it kind of ruined the season for me only because it was like it wasn't teased the whole time it was like yo like the first episode was immaculate like crazy that was my probably my favorite episodes were the probably the first three even though we had a crazy fight at the end like the like the dreadlock dude who was in like the crazy armor stuff like was yep. like his fight with Jin, wild um that was crazy and then you had um there's a kind of battle royale at the beginning and seeing all the different type of fighting styles like the nerd with a metal bat was dope um there's a lot of characters who I thought were going to go off who never went off. I was like, damn, that's kind of sad. And part of my issue with this, in, and once we get into it, you're just like, oh, okay. I guess this is the new state of affairs. Let's have a good time with this shit now. But it sets you up for a very traditional, not supernatural tournament arc. And we swerve the shit out of that. And that's what's kind of disappointing to me. I am burnt out on one tournaments and two tournaments that don't fucking go anywhere. Yeah. Like we've taken a trope, we've turned it into a new trope, and now I'm tired of that too. Um, which, you know, this does go somewhere, but very specifically because they're the only fuckers left alive. Um, but that's kind of my hangup is that we take a swerve and the tournament halfway through the tournament, we introduce the supernatural like superpowers like, okay, you are both physically strong and mentally strong. And now we're going to bring in like supernatural powers from the spirit and your spirit has to be strong too, or your opponent's going to kick your ass. Um, for the side story where the religion goes up against the organization, 
I guess I'm cool with all of the supernatural crazy stuff, whatever. But it gets introduced to the original tournament, like the reason we hear. And uh, it, it goes off when one of the organization members can't take losing. And then he's like, I will show you my true power and fucking get shut down. Yeah, it was like a Kakashi moment, but like, and it was like your pace docked. Like, that was a funny bit. Like, when I, yes. I think it was like Agent J or something. I could totally just be making that up. But um, when that man's pay kept getting docked, he was like, I'm not supposed to like live and then you know what really messed me up bro it's when the announcer got killed off the bat like he was i was like what the fuck like cool blind dude just (sighs) all right and this is this is one part storytelling which is incredibly kind of rough on the adaptation wise but no totally like we we have this like unique schnozzed announcer for the first portion of the anime and then turn around and give backstory for growth of our sword using character and then he fucking gets murdered yeah and it's like what why and that made me really sad i'm sad both because he died and it was pointless and be yeah and because he died only for like plot progression yeah like which was like even it wasn't even like good plot progression. I feel like it was just like, all right. Yeah, there was no payoff. It was just him inspiring um, you to like use her sword style with her feelings. And then he croaked. And we, we only got to see that kind of influence like half of one time. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just disappointing. But, uh, you know, those are the things you got to you got to make the call on when you're adapting so what can you do yeah so it's like i mean yeah that was weird i just really gotta say that that was <laughs> that was sad i was mad because i was like yeah yes. we got this cool blind character and it's like no nah, he's been replaced but they didn't even get to get hit revenge for him which made me so like aggravated like i was like okay they just gonna escape that's fine not really yeah well he kind of, they kind of get revenge, I think. Hmm. I don't know. But if, if you don't remember it, I guess they didn't go, do a good enough job of portraying it to you. Yeah. Now, the whole fight and with, uh, we're back in the God of Tournament. God of High School Tournament. Jesus, why you gotta have a, such a long name? Hmm. Um, Right after that death. And it's the, my God, it's the Chungcheong Province team. With the 38-year-old high schooler, the red-haired girl that would fuck Sasuke, sword user, and then uh, Nandiang, the some schmuck. That whole team and their story and making you care about them and them losing, I think, did a really good job. Yeah, which was, again, weird because I thought that was going to progress somewhere more, but it didn't. I was like, yeah. We got character depth, and this is going to mean something, and nope. But it, uh, it didn't make us care about him. Like, you know, I was like, okay, this backstory is cool. Like, I was really jamming with the dude who's like, they call me dumb. And because I went to school and I was studying, I was like, yeah, hell yeah. Give me, like, a backstory. Let me care about him. And then, like, 
you knew they were going to lose because they were going against our like protagonists. But you're like, you know, maybe they'll have something to offer. Maybe it'll be, do this. And I think those were the first ones we also saw the Chikuri for or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that was right after the introduction of that, and we get to see them their tragic backstories and their feelings turn into spiritual energy and then use that in the match. Yeah. So I was like, that's cool. You know? Um, and then they get Millie rocked and we move on. Yeah. Pretty easily. So it's at this point that of course, everything goes off the rails. Fuck your tournament. We're it's time to blow up soul. Yeah. It's again, this is when it got really weird. Um, we saw the key, which is kind of like a nine-tail fox, which was a portal to ultimate power that he couldn't control or really knew about, but he was able to unlock from fighting Jin, who he had met through his grandfather as a kid, and was like, please protect him and teach him. So that was a thing, and dude didn't wear no shoes, and he was like, yo, I'm going to beat your ass because I promised your grandpa He's like, how'd you know my grandpa? It's like, fight me. And you'll find out. And Jim's like, what if I kick three dragons? And then, um, I forget. What, now, but, on that, yeah. I, I got to really say that I appreciated that going somewhere. Yes. Like, we got the backstory for, like, him and his grandpa and his influence on the other character. And then, like, we got to find out the secret that he promised. And him using, like, the the secret techniques of what everyone perceives as in like an out of fashion martial arts yeah. to like train and kick Jin's ass. It it was it was lit. Yeah, no, it was really it was really wild. I enjoyed it. You know, um, it was just really weird how that whole thing happened. Like how, um, just like how the fight got interrupted and there was a group. And the shark dude who didn't like if he felt weird being the big bad of the season. So I'm like, yes, what? <laughs> and then they tried to make you care with like your mom was a whore or a prostitute. Whoa, time out. No. <laughs> Hold on. Maybe that's in the manhwa. I haven't read it, but I didn't get that from her just walking away. I thought she was a prostitute, and the child was born out of a wedlock, so she, like, sold the child. I don't recall us getting any of that back. Oh, maybe I just really hard implied that, like, really hard. She might have sold him into being a winner, but she was like, have a good life. We gotta go do some research, man. <laughs> I, okay, maybe, like, My, I gonna lie, it's been, it's been a while. Like it's, like I said, I thought I had rewatched <laughs> the wrong... Why well, I had rewatched the right show. Yeah, so, that, that's on me. That's on me. <laughs> it's been a while, so maybe my brain is filling in some stuff. But I maybe that says more about me trying to make this woman a prostitute when she was just trying to live a better life for her child. So maybe that's on me. History. Mother pawned him off on the chairman of a large CE, of large company, JG Group, to clear her debt when he was just a child. So she did kind of belong Debt to for the streets. what? Uh, it, like, belong to the streets, yes. Turning tricks, not confirmed. Yes. So it's like... But she was, in fact, called a loser. So... Huh. Yeah. It is. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
big bad some random shark dude he looks like an asshole he's got the hair of an asshole um but yeah it was kind of weird for him to actually be taken seriously and turn into the big bad i agree like we got a little bit like a couple of scenes of him actually angling and being his own person and like being working with but also independent of the religious zealots yeah so totally when it turned around and he took the key and turned into the big bad it was like oh so he's actually important he's not just gonna get his ass kicked and beat up the good guys like well damn yeah it was a it was a weird moment if i do say the least, which makes me like wonder, like where, like it kind of made me want to go and read. Like, I'm like, we had to miss something. Like, it all happened way too fast. Like, I feel like there's something had to be, um, missed or sped through because that just doesn't make a lot of sense. But then again, maybe it was just like that the whole time, and it didn't ever make sense. Well, I don't think we got a large explanation of his uh, superpower. Because the wiki's like, his superpower was greed, which was a tattoo on his arm, and he sp- it spread over his body the more he used it. Mm. It eventually covered his entire left arm along with chest and upper arm, which is what we see. Like, we see him turning into, like, an infected monster. Like, he's half demon, not, like, by choice. And it's not like him being a demon. It's like him being in a symbiotic relationship with a demon. Who's like taking over his body at the cost of giving him power and still getting out? Shame. But we don't get that explanation. We just get to see him and his ho ass mom dropping him off to never see him again. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, totally. This is another area where the explanation could have, could and should have been clear. Um. But of course, everything's gone off the rails at this point. We've got America sending new nuclear weapons to say fuck your god. We're not playing this shit. Um, we get to see like the big six get called in and do some really cool shit. Yeah. Like when the one with the hat and his like band That was dope. Blew up the sword. That was dope. Yeah. yeah. That was that was wild. That was one of those scenes where I was like, What? When he like started marching and playing the music and like skipping, I was like, That's what's up. That's what's up. And I did get hyped for that. I ain't gonna lie, the drums came and I was like, Yep, yep, okay, okay. And, like, shout out to the magician, Dylan, the final blow, by the way. Yes. Him being like, my dumbass grandson got murdered. I will avenge him. And then he not only transports everyone in Seoul to the outskirts, he also, like, dematerializes the nuclear weapons and turns them into, like... A missile that is going directly at the the enemy. Yeah. And then he calls in a fucking meteor to, like, power the missile. It was a bunch of incredibly crazy shit. He a goon, bruh. He is goon. Like, deadass. Like, shout out to... I think his name was Jion Jason. Like, we gotta put some respect on that dude's name. I'll be real. The first time he rolled across my screen, I was like... A JoJo character? What? <laughs> you ain't wrong. I, I had to roll that subtitle back. <laughs> you ain't wrong, bro. Like it is like a whole thing across like 
of JoJo characters, basically. Like, because especially when the Chuckle Rays or whatever they're called coming out, it's like, oh, we're stands now. Like, <sighs> especially with that first one, I was like, the the one with the sickle, like Death Thirteen, get the fuck out of here. But it got more progressively exciting as we went on. Like when we find about out about use, uh, I'm like use stand. No, use like power and ancestor or whatever. Fucking Lou Boo. Yeah, that was wild. I'm just like, okay. I guess that's like we're a doing thing. this shit now. Yeah, like I guess that's a thing. So whatever, you know. Huh. I mean, for me, it was it was hype because I was like, oh, we're going this far off the rails. But they did it so incredibly like hype. Yeah. It was fun. And then, like... Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, then, like... No, I was just saying, like, it's... It's a cool thing. And then you have the run rain, and it was, like, cracking. And I was like, bro, you're gonna get off the screen. Like, it was just so weird. See, my, my biggest issue is if it's, like, I have been given the power of Lubu. Like, she can call in, like techniques that she doesn't know and still perform them like as herself that's cool that's unique that's different but the moment i've got fucking lubu riding on his horse to like beat up some random demon yeah. for me to be able to like escape i'm like okay this is a fucking stand <laughs> we're just fucking we're just fucking supernatural at this point man it's not that's a whole deal. yeah i i went i'm the thing that just infuriated me the most was like we literally went from people just normally throwing hands like there's no power system in place in this world like these are thought to be like normal students who know martial arts who are just like thugging it out for some money and that's what I was hyped for then no everybody gets a chakuri and then this one woman is a child that can grant any wish in the world and like regrow someone's arm like yeah what I'm just like, oh my god! It's like, I don't know, man. Like, yeah. I mean, turn around and have Jin turn out to be the Monkey King. Like, okay, at this point, what the fuck else can you do? It was hype. Yeah, it was wild. But equally, like, really, we're gonna have him turn out to be the immortal Monkey King? Yeah. And have to like find a way to explain that Jin is somehow also still Jin. <sighs> what a what a pain. Yeah. What, what a pain to have to keep track of. I was like, what a dope you know? intro just for some bullshit. Like when he became <laughs> like Son Goku, and it was like all the men was like, "Sir, we're ready." And he's got like all these armies of like giants, and everything, and it's like the music starts playing. I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm so hype! Let's go, gang, gang!" I'm like up out my chair, and then like he opens his eyes and the breathing. I was like, "Yeah." And then the explanation starts. Just like he's something different from us, but like us at the same time. I said, "Get out of my face!" Like, like, because yeah, no, it's I'm like. Literally almost frustrated with the fact that, like, I didn't, like, I need, I need to go back and read this freaking webtoon just so I could not be figurated at my lack of knowledge of what's going on, like, but, like, even if I read the wiki, I would not be 
content with my knowledge of what's happening. Yeah, definitely. Um, but that intro was hype though. Yeah. Well, we got the end when we, he was, yeah, he had the flashback and then the fucking, uh, the fucking staff that has a very important name that I can't be bothered to look up. Yeah. Um, just comes out of the sky in full extended giant form. And I was clean. What a transition. That's clean. That's one of those things in, in the positive category of God of High School. All Mappa bringing the heat once again. Everything is absolutely gorgeous. There are like damn near no filler fight scenes. There's no scene without intricate detail. And it's like, wow. The the detail in terms of the body motion is incredible. The artistic detail is incredible. This is a gorgeous show. Mm-hmm. The hang-up comes with the completeness of the adaptation of the original source material. No, I agree. 100%. I'm like, this would have been a lot cooler if I knew what the fuck was going on. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's where I stood the whole time. I'm like, this would have been dope if I understood uh, it. So, yeah, like, I'm still on, like, what the old dude did who only had one arm who was like, yo, like, I went to awaken Jen Mori and he did some weird doctor stuff and was like, gang. And I was like, what? So I just. <sighs> yeah. But at least it exists, you know? Yeah. Like I will, I guess, take responsibility one day and go trying to figure out what the hell is going on by reading the whole thing. Honestly. Yeah. That sounds fun. If I ever have the time. Yeah. I don't know, man. There's no end in sight. Please help. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to see how this how this pays off and what happens and just everything. Because I have so many questions. I'm going to have to go and see what's going on because the explanations I got were not good at all. Yeah, I I feel like hopefully this is a good investment to get anime watchers to go dive in to Madwa. Yeah. And certainly on a a western uh market you know i i also have seen the the uh webtoon ads everywhere uh but hopefully this is enticing them to go follow up on a story that exists on a platform that is not exclusively japanese yeah like this is um because maha mawas are korean by trade or there's some okay so my webtoons are korean mawas could technically be anywhere I don't know. This whole debate still going on. Like, what is anime? So it's one of those type things. But yeah, yeah, you know, um, it's definitely something that I feel like will bring a lot of attention to the world, and people can figure it out and see what's going on. Because I will personally probably watch a YouTube video about it at some point, honestly. Because I don't feel like reading five hundred plus <laughs> chapters to not come be on, man. What what else you gotta do? Um. But no, certainly, there's a lot of information to catch up on. There's a lot of really cool, interesting arcs staring down the list of volumes. Uh, but equally, when can I make time for, I don't know, God's Arrival arc? Yeah. Or Ragnarok arc? Or Against World Government arc? Is this is this One Piece? I don't know, man. I, I really don't. 
Supreme God Resurrection arc. Anyways, you can catch more arcs all here on uh, your typical Shono protagonist. We're on all your podcasters. We're talking Spotify, iTunes, Amazon podcast at your typical Shono protagonist. Or on Twitter at UTSP. That's U-R-T-S-P. Kai, you got stuff too? Yeah, you can find me at Static Dreads. Hopefully a lot less confused um, on Twitter. Yeah, let's, let's go and talk about Finger, it. Fingers crossed. And of course, you can catch the other product on all your podcasts too at Content Breaker. Me, the professional, didn't mute his phone. Go check out Content Breaker. That's him telling me to go Content Break stuff. Uh, we'll catch y'all next week for more well-professionally-produced stuff at your typical Shono protagonist. <laughs> <laughs>